welcome to Central Pennsylvania Voices. I'm your host, Joan Ebistinski, and I am honored today to be with Alex Arp. Alex is the, the, she's the Youth Ministry Coordinator at St. Patrick Parish in Carlisle. Is that correct? Correct. Welcome to Holy Family Radio. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today. Well, tell us a little bit about, little bit about your background uh, before we get started here. Sure. So I've been in Central PA all of my life. I was born and raised in Carlisle, where I attended St. Patrick um, School and Church. I then moved on to Trinity High School in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. And from there, I studied marketing at Lehigh University in Bethlehem, PA. Fantastic. Yeah, Trinity, good place to be, and mm-hmm. St. Patrick's, right? Right. You should your whole your whole time at St. Patrick's. Yep, mm-hmm. lots of green and white all in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's right, both both places have the same colors, right? Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to change your wardrobe too much, did no. you? No. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your background, your, your, where your family, is your family from the area here? Mm-hmm. So I'm actually the only person in my family that was born in PA. I have an older brother and sister. They were born in California, and they moved here before I was born, My mom's from Maryland, and my dad's from Arizona. But ever since they moved here, we've stayed in the area, bouncing around different towns in south-central PA. But you like Carlisle, right? I love Carlisle. (laughs) It's great. There's so many new restaurants, and it's definitely a great place to have a family. Excellent. And so now you have a new position there at St. Patrick. Mm -hmm. Tell, Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So I am the youth ministry coordinator, as he said, and I started this position in September 2021. When I was graduating from Lehigh, my goal was to have a job in event planning. And as you can probably imagine, 2021 was not a great time to go into the event planning industry. (laughs) I was competing not only with new event planners, but old event planners looking to come back to their jobs. So I probably applied to over a hundred different jobs throughout the whole country. I did not want to come back to my hometown, but honestly, God works in mysterious ways. It was last summer I got a call from my old youth minister telling me that she was stepping down and she thought I might do a good job at the youth ministry position and that it actually involved a lot more event planning than I realized. So I gave it a shot because I went through the youth program and had such an awesome time and knew the ins and outs of our parish. So I thought it would definitely be a great first job, and so far it has been. And what does your job entail there? So I run a middle school youth group program that meets once a month. It's a social program just to get the middle schoolers to meet each other. I also run high school youth group, which meets every Sunday. And then I also run a young adult group, which meets one to two times a month and does a lot. I do a lot with the Harrisburg young adult community as well. This is kind of a building time, I know. What kind of numbers are you getting? I know going from zero to anything is better than nothing, right? Right. (laughs) So, yeah, during COVID, all of our programming shut down, so I had to start fresh. But, you know, even one or two teens coming out is better than zero. But our middle school programming... We see about 30, depending on the event. Our high school programming, a typical week would be between 15 and 20, but we've seen over 50 different teens come through our Sunday night programs. Just depends on the week and what they're interested in, depending on the topic. And then the young adult community, 
Um, we share our events, like I said, with anyone in the Harrisburg Diocese. So those events can see 15 to 50 people, depending on the event we're having. And what kind of program do you do, like for the middle school kids and the high school kids? What, what happens with these activities? Yeah, so middle school is a little bit more social because I'm just trying to get them comfortable with the church and having them associate that you can have a fun time with church people. So we've done different things like tie-dye. We went to the Carlisle Sports Emporium. We've done just different crafts. It's all about getting the public school, Catholic school, and homeschool kids to all meet each other. Um, high school, we cover four different areas. We call it the four S's. We do social nights, service nights, spiritual nights, and skill-based nights. So our social nights, fun and games, again, to get the teens to meet each other, build fellowship. Our service nights are trying to teach the teens about different service opportunities in the area, um, and we do different service projects during the night to benefit the local community. Of course, we do spiritual nights where we'll pick interesting topics or topics we feel like they need to learn more about and have them grow in spirituality. And then we also do skill-based nights where we try to teach them skills to prepare them for life after high school. That sounds really interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a question. I just went out of my head. Oh, I know. When you're doing these activities, trying to integrate these different groups of kids, I know that it's hard because you have groups of kids that know each other. They want to hang, out, hang around with those people. And you have three different groups you're trying to deal with, right? You have homeschool mm -hmm. kids. You have the kids that go to Catholic school. You have the kids go to public school. How do you address that? Right. So we definitely see groupings when they come into the nights, but we try to do a lot of games and icebreakers to give them opportunities to meet each other. And I think the more that they show up, the more they get comfortable with everyone around them. But we just make sure that all of our leaders give each teen individual attention so that they're comfortable with us and then hopefully they'll grow and be comfortable with the other teens their age. So you have volunteers that help with uh, the organization? We do. I actually have a whole high school team of volunteers that come every Sunday and help plan a lot of the nights, and I definitely could not do it without them. It's a team effort. Well, that sounds like you have a really good beginnings of a, of a program. I know that in the past, Carlisle uh, St. Patrick always had a Vile, really vibrant youth program. Right. So it's good to see that you're you're rekindling that excitement there. Mm -hmm. uh, and what kind of uh, support do you get from the parish? So much support. I would say St. Patrick's main goal is youth ministry activities. Our pastor, Father Don, has a huge emphasis on youth ministry because he wants to have a job in 20, 30 years. So we need to grow the community now. So the teens want to actually come to church and stay involved with the faith. Excellent. Tell us a little bit about yourself, something maybe that uh, people would find interesting that you wouldn't know. Sure. So in my free time, I'm actually a part of the Harrisburg Women's Club rugby team. So after a long day, I get my frustrations out on the rugby field. That sounds really interesting. I've never been to a rugby game, so maybe we'll have to go see you play. Definitely. What motivates you? What motivates me is probably just for the teens to have a, re a memorable high school positive experience. When I was in high school, I went to such a great youth group, and 
without it, I would not be sitting in this chair today. I just made so many friends and felt so cared about by the volunteers and adults who ran our program. So I'm really motivated to give them as equal as an experience that I had um, growing up. Yeah, I know in the past they've, they've always been you know, a, a program that people wanted to copy. I know we did that at my parish. We right. wanted to see what, what is St. Patrick's doing with their youth. Cause mm-hmm. it was always, and, and you're a product of that. Right, so that's really that's really exciting to me. You're you're kind of on the younger side, I mean, compared to me. But I want to ask you, like, what kind of hurdles have you faced so far uh, with your program, and you know, personally? I think the biggest hurdle that I've seen in my career so far, probably like anyone, has been COVID. All of our youth programs shut down when COVID happened, and so when I was hired, I had zero teens, zero middle schoolers, very few young adults coming out to anything. So just starting from the ground up and building completely new programs and having the youth trust us that they were in good hands when they came to any of our events. Yeah, what kind of attitude do you find these, particularly high school kids? I know that's a tough nut to to break sometimes. I think the high schoolers just want community and a safe environment, and that's really our main goal. We know that the spirituality will come and the faith will come, but most importantly, we just try to give them a safe and positive environment, um, which they haven't had in a few years, being so isolated. So that's definitely what we focus on. It's just a, a great place for them to come to. And it sounds like you try to get a balance between all these different kinds of activities, correct? Right. I think, like I said, spirituality and faith is such a huge aspect, but I also feel responsible for growing them and having them leave our program and feel more confident in themselves and their skills. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, when you, go to, when you go to these programs, what kind of feedback do you get from the parents about what you're doing? I would say we've had some good support so far, especially a lot of the middle school parents have been very thankful. I think one that they can send their middle schooler again to a fun, safe environment. Um, and they just seem to have been having a blast. And, and if, you're, you're just doing that at one time a month for the middle school kids, correct? Right. Get them in. Yep. So far, that's yeah. the capacity I can handle. I mean, they do go to faith formation, CCD classes, but. I try to give them the fun mm-hmm. side so they, again, can associate church and fun and community all together. And do you have success trying to integrate these three different groups, the public school, the Catholic school kids, and the, and the uh, uh, homeschool kids? So far, I mean, I definitely see a greater attendance with the Catholic school kids, probably just because I can advertise a little easier to them because my office is right down mm-hmm. the street. Um, the hallway from them. But and they spend the most time together, too, as a group. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But I've definitely been seeing an increase in the other areas coming out, which has been great. Well, just think of it this way. At least you're dealing with just one public school, too. I know in my parish we have a number of uh, public schools. Mm-hmm. So when our youth group would get together, we had students from a bunch of different school districts. So not all the high school kids that were in public school knew each other. So mm-hmm. that was a whole thing because they all wanted to be with each other from their own school because right. they didn't know the people from the other school. So that was a whole other thing. At least at St. Saint, uh, Saint Patrick's, you have just pretty much the one high school there. Right. Uh, we do cover with, right? a little bit of the Boiling Springs. Sometimes we get a little 
Cumberland Valley, Big Spring, um, but definitely a lot of attendance seems to be from the Carlisle area. Well, listen, I think what we need to do is we need to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We're going to get into a little bit more with Alex Arp, and you are the Youth Ministry Coordinator at St. Patrick. I want to thank you for being with us. I'd like everybody to stay with us as we take a quick break. Thank you. I'm Joan Ebistinsky, your host, and I am honored to be with Alex Arp. She's the Youth Ministry Coordinator at St. Patrick Parish in Carlisle. So welcome back. Thank you. Okay, so my next question to you, we were just about to talk about your faith journey. Tell us a little bit about your faith journey. Sure. So like I said, I went to St. Patrick's School growing up, so I've always been used to religion classes and going to Mass But my faith journey started to kick off a little bit in middle school. We had the EDGE program, and I didn't need to go to the CCD classes since I went to Catholic school, but I went for fun because my sister was one of the leaders of the program, and I wanted to make some public school friends, and it just seemed like a good time. So I went to that extra program in my free time. And then my sister was also involved at the time we had a life teen program for our high schoolers and she always had a great time and they always served free pizza. So (laughs) getting out of middle school, I was like, well, I'm always hungry after mass on Sunday nights. So I want some free pizza and friends. So I decided to go to our life teen program and that was one of the best decisions I ever made. It's where I've made some of my lifelong friends, and I just kept growing and growing in faith. I became one of our high school student leaders, so I would lead small group discussions, and sometimes I would have special parts in the night. I started attending the Steubenville Youth Conferences, which was amazing. I actually just got back with um, from one over the weekend with some of my teens, so it was really cool, not only going as a teen, but now being a leader. I just got really involved in the Life Teen program. I went to the Life Teen Leadership Conference. I went to Steubenville Lead. I just really jumped into all the opportunities that I could find. And I still have lifelong friends from all those opportunities. I just felt really on fire with my faith. And a huge part of it was all the adult leaders who inspired me and walked with me through my high school journey. Now, we have always... we're. In the news, we're always hearing things about uh, the youth and their lost and the negative this and negative that. Uh, and what you're telling me is it sounds like youth group is, uh, it sounds like a commercial for youth group, just <laughs> now what you're telling me. So you're saying that uh, if we 
in our church, if we address the needs of young people, of middle school and high school age students, they're going to turn out like you. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, what the youth need more than anything these days is a place to fit in and a place um, where there's community. And that's exactly what a youth group can be. I mean, the volunteers who are there are there because they want to be with the youth. Um, it's like a teacher, you know, their whole job is to be with the youth. So what a great environment to know that every single adult that is there is there because they want to help you and support you. Well, that's one of the things it sounds like God has gifted you to be a leader. I mean, very from a very young age. Mm -hmm. And you've recognized that as a gift that God gave you. And now you're giving it back to the church. You're giving it back to him. Is exactly. That, is that correct? I definitely think just going through youth group and Gaining those skills from all those conferences I went to has given me the confidence to lead the teens now. We hear so much about these conferences at, uh, in Steubenville. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Because some people have never even heard about what they do there. Sure. So the Steuben Steubenville Youth Conferences have been going on for since before I was born. And the whole focus is to help teens grow through different talks, learning different types of prayer. Um, thousands and thousands of teens can attend at least one of these conferences. So, so cool walking in and seeing a thousand, four thousand people your age who just want to grow um, with the Lord. Yeah, that's one of the things, even as an adult, when you're around people that are like-minded like you, it, it, it's it, it makes a better experience for you. I mm -hmm. know that's how it is. You know, I, I think we, I talked over, off the air with you that I told you that I was a musician. And that's one of the things when you're a musician, if you're playing with other people that are as good as you or better than you, it makes you a better musician. And that's how it is, I think, with us Christians. I think when we surround ourselves with people that have strong faith, it helps us in our journey. Exactly. And like I said, I have these lifelong friends um, that have pushed me and helped me to grow in my faith. And without making these friends and connections, again, I probably wouldn't have stayed um, in the church because it, it takes a community to want to grow closer to God. Well, that was the other thing I wanted to ask you earlier in the first segment, and I forgot to. A lot of times when people go to college, that's when they tend to not go to mass the way they did when they were at home. How did, did you stay going to mass? Did you stay faithful to your, for you, to your faith when you were in college? And how did that work? I kept going to Mass every week because from the craziness of college, like church is always the one thing, especially the Mass that will be stable. So I attended Mass, but it does get harder in high school. I had all these opportunities. I had youth group every Sunday. And then you go to college and you're a little bit more responsible for your faith. So I was involved in our Newman Center um, but with so much going on in college, you can't always dedicate the same time that maybe you could in high school. So that was definitely a learning experience. But you didn't lose your faith in college, right? And what what can you tell people, what advice can we tell people so that they don't lose their faith? Because so many young people go to college, and that's where they lose their faith. And then they don't come back to the church for 5, 10, 15, 20 years later, right? Right. I would say definitely keep going to Mass. Like I said, it might be the only stable thing you have in your week in college, and if you have a campus ministry or a Newman Center, just give it a chance. When in doubt, they usually give out free food, so there's that. But just try to meet one or two other people with the same faith as you that you can rely on and talk to in your college experience. 
Good answer. Good. I, I think a lot of young people need to hear that because so many times I hear over and over again people who uh, I talk to parents and they say, you, our, our kids went to college, they were altar servers or whatever. They, they do this, they do that. And then they go to college and then they come back and all of a sudden they're not going to Mass anymore. They're not active in their, in their church. Right. What lessons have you learned uh, in your career and your faith experience so far? You know, in my job, I have the opportunities to pray all day, go to daily mass, be involved in things like the church handbell choir during the day. But I found for me, it's really easy to get caught up in the planning and the work and the business side of things. So in the future, I'm going to try to work more on prayer and spirituality throughout my day because ultimately it'll help me in my job. I just need to make the time for it, which I can. I'm allowed to. I just <laughs> haven't yet. That's one of the things we have to do. The whole time management thing. Uh, I mean, I'm way older than you, and I'm still trying to figure that out. So <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, time management, is. we don't put enough emphasis on it. So that's my advice to you as an older guy. So <laughs> um, do you have a favorite saint? I do. So my confirmation saint was St. Lucy, and I love her. She's the patron saint of light and I try my best to be a light in everyone's life. Um, so I pray to her that as she represents light, hopefully I can represent light to others. And then also, um, I've been learning a lot about Blessed Carlo, who was alive in my lifetime. And we talk about him a lot in our high school programming just to explain to the teens that there are still saints Saints are not just a concept or they were not just alive a thousand years ago. We still have modern day saints and I try to encourage them. Who knows? Maybe they could be a saint because Blessed Carlo died in the 2000s. So he's just as relevant as anyone else. What kind of reaction do you use? I bet a lot of people, young people, never even heard of him. Right. Are they surprised about the fact that you can be a, a we have 20th century saints, 21st century saints? They are. And we get the question a lot, like, why don't miracles happen anymore? And we're like, no, they do. They're right here. Check out Blessed Carlo. And he loved video games and soccer. So it's just a lot more relatable and mm -hmm. a memorable person for them because he is just like they are. It's amazing what God gives us, right? Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite scripture verse? I do. It is Proverbs thirty-one twenty-five. And the verse is, she is clothed with strength and dignity and laughs without fear of the future. And mm. I love that one so much just because it just represents, it's right there for females. Mm. And it's pretty cool. I feel like it's our own little shout out in the Bible. But I just love the line, laughs without fear of the future. And that's something I try to do in my life. That's excellent. Well, give us a little commercial for your parish and your program there a little bit. Can you tell us uh, maybe what your email address is or your website or whatever there? Yeah, sure. So our website's pretty easy to find. Just Google St. Patrick Church Carlisle, hopefully the first one that shows up. And you can find, we have a bunch of different tabs, and you can look under youth and young adult to find my programming. We're also very active on social media, so if any teens out there want to learn more about our high school programming, you can check us out on Instagram under St. Patrick Youth Group or St. Patrick underscore Youth Group. 
And we meet every Sunday from 5.30 to 7.30. There's always a free meal, fun and games, and free swag. If you're interested in our middle school programming, which is the once a month social youth group, definitely go to our website, again, St. Patrick Church. And then the young adults, we're pretty active on Facebook. We are under St. Patrick Young Adults or St. Patrick Carlisle Young Adults. And then definitely check out the Harrisburg Young Adult Catholic Facebook page to see all the programming happening throughout the diocese. That's how I got started with the young adults in our area, and that's where I've made most of my friends moving Mm -hmm. back to Carlisle. That's excellent. Is there a number one takeaway you'd like to leave with our listeners? Sure. I would say we need to invest into our youth now. Again, if we want to have future Catholics... It starts with investing in the youth and making sure that they have a community and feel a part of the community, because if they don't feel a part of a Catholic community and don't have ties to it, they're not going to want to stay in the future and they're going to move on to something else. So I hope to see more youth programming happening in our area soon. Well, I think you could be a resource, too, also for other parishes in the area, particularly in the West Shore, correct? Definitely. Um, I've learned a lot in this year, and I'm happy to pass on any tips, any ideas, plans, and work with anyone, even if you just want to be a volunteer and do something once a month or once a semester. Anything is better than nothing. So you can contact me. My email is aarp at stpatrickchurch.org. So please reach out anytime. Thank you so much. Alex Arp the Youth Ministry Coordinator at St. Patrick Church in Carlisle. Thank you for being on Holy Family Radio. Thank you for having me. We'll have to have you on again and get an update on everything happening there. Yep, I'll see you in a year. Okay. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening, everybody, to Holy Family Radio and Central Pennsylvania Voices. I'm your host, Joan Ebistinsky. Join us again next time.